Hello and welcome to a toast to rom-coms. We are so happy that you decided to join us today. I'm Marie. I'm Allison. And we have two podcasts before we begin Christmas season. I didn't know where that was going because I was going to say we only have one podcast. What are you talking about? No, we have two to go. Okay. And then we got to start Christmas movies. All right. There's no like real Christmas hubbub like there was with Happiest Season or with anything. I don't know if it's too early. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye out, I think. Maybe it's a little too early. Maybe it'll be announced like week of Thanksgiving. I hope so, because I I would like to do some some new stuff. That was fun last year. That was fun. I really liked the Christmas night, even though I know you didn't. Holiday all the way. Oh, holiday was so freaking good. Yeah. That might be in my regular Christmas rotation now. It could be Christmas night, too, if we're lucky. They were doing another one, weren't they? I don't know what you're talking about. Christmas night? Yeah, weren't you just (gasps) talking about it? I think I just had a stroke. (laughs) Yeah. Really? It was that big that they want to do a second one? I think so. Wow. I think so. quite shocking. (laughs) You're telling me. It was awful. But in a fun way. Sure. Um, (laughs) If you're a first-time listener... I would like to tell you what you're getting into with this podcast, because we haven't recapped what we do in a while. We just get straight down to business. <laughs> that Well, I mean, I don't know what straight down to business looks like, but sure. Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, attempt to break down rom-coms while also pairing them with a ideally tasty drink, but a lot of the times, a bummer of a drink. So we like to... Talk about the elements that we think make a rom-com and um, see what movie has what. And that is just as bad as my summaries of each movie is. So, let's let's get to it. Do you have anything you want to talk about before we dive in to our movie that we're doing this week? Should I? Oh, I don't know. I was just asking. Um, I was looking for Christmas Night to release date a night before christmas technical name oh the night before christmas kn oh clever but i couldn't find it at a glance but i think it is happening um nothing nothing too much started only murders in the building yesterday um i'm gonna be honest i thought the first episode even though it was 33 minutes. I thought it was a little slow, but there was a twist at the end of the episode that had me hooked. Bernard did not think it was slow, and he was just in. I feel like you tend to think the first episode is always slow. Me personally? Yes. I do. Yeah. I'm not knocking on you, but I... Like, you thought the first episode of Squid Game... First two. ...was slow. Me and James did not. So... I don't know. It's really weird now that like I'm hearing you talk about it because one, you just said we like to get straight down to business and that's how I want my movies and the TV to be Mm. straight down to business. However, only lovers left alive. I slam that guy for not giving me backstory. So, you know, well, he just threw in weird shit about vampires that we had never even seen before and expected us to just use context clues (laughs) to understand. Uh, context clues of lore he just made up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no clues. Jim Jarmusch, what a guy. 
go back to Allentown, Jarmouche. <laughs> oh, it wasn't Allentown. It was some... No, Ohio. it was Akron. Akron. It was Akron. Yeah, close. Uh, I know that you finished you season three. I did. You I, haven't. No, I, I told you I started... One of us is lying. Did you start that book? I start. I'm only on like page forty, so I'm not into it yet. Okay, um, and that was a disappointment. And then I got really into BTK documentaries, okay. so I was up till four in the morning watching that last night for some weird reason. It's a wonder I slept. I know I texted you a lot about how wild season three of you was, and I mean, not that the first two seasons weren't wild, but this third is crazy. But I have to say. Very satisfying. Ooh. Okay. That's really cool. Yeah. The only announcement that I really had was that I wanted to congratulate friend of the pod, Paul Rudd. (laughs) Not friend of the pod. He's friend in our hearts. Always and forever. (laughs) Rudders. 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 Yes. Uh, Paul Rudd, sexiest man alive. Well deserved. Greed. You can't find a nicer guy. Never met him. (laughs) (laughs) No, he was, um, apparently, I have a few acquaintances. Because you know that movie he did at my high school? No. Perks of Being a Wallflower? Oh, yes, yes. He was the teacher, and they filmed that at my high school because apparently it was very 80s looking. I can see that. Uh, yeah, and he was really nice to all the extras and friendly and took pictures with everybody and apparently very cool. I totally forgot that once our dad rode in an elevator with him. Yeah. He didn't say anything to him, though. He said just Paul Rudd seemed to look at him expectantly to say, yes, I am Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> said he's a short dude, though, but we come from a tall family. Yeah, we do. Dad's 6'4", so. Yeah. So. We're 5'8". That's on the tall side for I would like to see an expectant look. <laughs> like, come on. You know it. You want to say it. Just do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. I would have done it. Yeah, I would have done it too. <laughs> um. Yeah. Great guy. Love him. Can't get enough of him. Keep it up. <laughs> Can't wait for Ghostbusters. Keep being sexy. Yes. Like, it's like the best kind of sexy because it's kind of like a nerdy sexy, like a funny guy sexy. It's non-threatening sexy. Yeah. Very non-threatening sexy, and I like that. Yeah, me too. I find that with The Rock as well. (laughs) What? I find him very threatening physically. No, I... I, Non-threatening sexy? Yes, I, I don't think he could hurt a fly. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's true. You know, when is, like, Jason Statham going to be sexiest man alive? I don't think ever. I think his window has closed. Really? Yeah. Ugh, that's disappointing. Who would you vote for sexiest man alive? One. I don't... Two. I don't know. Three. Martin Short. What? I just watched... I just watched that TV show. (laughs) I think he's the opposite. (laughs) I think he's the, the first day of that pops in my head. I don't know. Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. I don't. So the, I don't think I know enough actors. 
Henry Cavill. Easy. Oh, yeah, that would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> you really got stressed out. <laughs> yeah. Witcher's coming soon. And so is uh, Cobra Kai. William Zabka, sexiest man alive. Oh, no. But sexiest on that show. He is. There's something about him. Yeah, there is. Although Zolo's gonna give him a run for his money. He is really cute. Mm-hmm. And he's like kind of shaggy and like a little scruffy on his Instagram. I like it. Me too. And I think Tanner Buchanan is cute too. I do too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Alright. You know who else is sexy? Who? Kurt Russell! <gasps> what a transition. Yes. Even nowadays, Christmas Chronicles, ugh, made me so hot. I am so glad that you said that, actually, because I don't know if you're being serious, but literally my first note was, Kurt Russell is so hot, would he, would I still think he's hot as Santa in Christmas Chronicles, and... Did you look up pictures? No, I didn't. Um... I still thought he was hot and death proof as the weird bad guy. I did too. That scar really did something. I don't remember the scar. I was thinking recently, like having watched this movie about old Kurt Russell movies. Do you remember Soldier? Yeah. I loved that movie. I remember watching that movie being sick at home. Yeah. Like seven or eight. But that's like a lesser known Kurt Russell movie that's very good. I wrote a psychology paper about it. Uh, I honestly don't even remember what it's about except for a soldier. And yeah. Kurt Russell's that soldier. I think it was just that, like, they're bred to be more machine than human. And then, like, how he becomes not machine-like. Isn't there, like, a little kid in that movie that he... Like, protects or yeah. comes to love? I don't remember. Yeah, I forgot about that movie. Yeah, it was good. It was Check good. it out, guys. He's also super hot with an eye patch. Mmm. Snake Plissken. Great movie. The question is, is he hotter in Overboard or is he hotter in The Thing? I was prepared for this question. Okay. And I really have to go with The Thing. I do, too. Nice. I do. I think more of a beard... I like that look on him. And I like that he's like very closed off and he's very much a mystery with the sombrero and the glasses. He wears a sombrero in the thing? Let me get a picture of it. It can't, like a sombrero is for hot weather. He couldn't be wearing a sombrero. I want you to tell me what you think this hat is. Okay. But I, I do, I think it's the man of action in the thing. Something has to happen. He takes over and he gets shit done. He does. And that's what I like about that. That's my favorite scary movie. Yeah, what is this? It's a fedora with a really wide brim. I don't know what you would call that. Like a sideways cowboy hat? (laughs) But it's, but it's a different material. I don't know what that would be called. Etsy has all these like stickers and like pop culture kind of a thing. I actually got a sticker of that picture with him in the glasses. <laughs> and like, I'm afraid to take it out of the plastic because I love it so much. <laughs> That's why you need a laptop. But like, you could put it on there. 
Well, yeah, or I could put it on my, um, I could put it next to the Do I Dazzle You sticker that you put on my drink cooler thermos. Yeah. I mean, look at this guy. It's hot. That's a guy that you'd take home to meet the parents. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> the blue eyes are really a pop in that picture. Yeah. So as you can tell, we really love 80s Kurt Russell. I love 2021 Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. And just... Goldie Hawn both. Mm-hmm. Couples goals. Yeah. <sighs> She's really hot in this movie, too. She is. Although I have to say, thank God, her hair changed throughout the movie. Like from the beginning to the end? Yes. Yes. So since we're starting, let's let's uh, get the facts so we can taste the drink. Yes. Overboard came out in 1987. I was just a... What does that say? Twinkle? Yeah, that's the one. A twinkle in the eye. A twinkle in mom and dad's eyes. Thoughts, whatever. Uh, this movie stars Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell, Edward Herman, and Mike Haggerty. The kids really never did anything else, so I'm not really going to name them. There or was the one who was in Big with Tom Hanks. Oh, is that Jared Rushton, Charlie Prophet? Is it this one? Yes. Okay. Was he in The Lost Boys, too? I never saw it. I've never seen them <sighs> either. Um, this movie was directed by Gary Marshall and written by Leslie Dixon. Drink time? Okay. Uh, so the drink was Allison's find. It's called The Overboard. No, it's just called Man Overboard. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was called Overboard too until I googled it today to look up the ingredients. It's called Man Overboard, <laughs> which still fits because there are people who go overboard. Multiple times. Yes. Yes. So we use cognac. Um, Galliano, uh, orange liqueur, we used generic because I didn't have enough Cointreau for this bitch, pomegranate juice, super fine, quick dissolving sugar, and am I missing something? No, I think that's it. All right. It looks like a nice poop brown color. Delicious. I would say like a more of a non-carbonated root beer. It looks, it's, it's a garnet. Yeah. It's garnet. Matches so, your sweater. No. <laughs> January p- birthstones, this is for you. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> nope. I don't mind it. It tastes very licorice to me, which I think is the Galliano. The aftertaste. To me... It, it Okay, so this is really going to be convoluted explanation, but there are these weird organic fruit strips that I get from Giant Eagle, and it tastes like one of those, like it's like a fruit roll-up. Yes. Okay. I know what you're talking about. It has the bear on it. I don't, not that specific. Okay. <laughs> I'm familiar with the concept of an organic fruit strip. And it tastes exactly like that, which means that it's probably good for me. Okay. 
If you want to go there, we can go there. Um, I don't know. At first, it tasted almost like root beer to me. And then on the end, you get more of that fruit. But it's weird. It tastes like strawberry, and it's supposed to taste like pomegranate. Like, I'm getting a very strawberry aftertaste. I shouldn't have eaten a big dinner. I mean, you have a good base. Nope. That's all coming back up later. You're going to vom? Yeah, I can tell right now. For real? Yeah. There's too much in there. It's going to fight. <laughs> Do the Kobayashi shake. What is... No. I don't trust that guy. <laughs> he knows how to eat a lot of hot dogs. These aren't hot dogs. <laughs> These are cocktails. Just... It gets it to move down. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Does he do it when he eats yeah. hot dogs? You've never heard that? No. I'll look it up and show you later. It's called the Kobayashi Shake. Okay. He like... (laughs) (laughs) You look demented. (laughs) Does he smell like that when he does? No. I mean, I'm not eating hot dogs now, so naturally I look weird. (laughs) Of course. That must be it. (laughs) Yes. All right. Summarize, please. Okay. Overboard, if you've been living under a rock, is about a nasty rich woman who falls overboard, gets amnesia, and the carpenter who she refused to pay for his work decides to get revenge and have her as his personal maid and wife and (laughs) caretaker of children. So he basically tricks her into thinking that she's mother of four, wife, and um, he says that she has to work off her $600 that he owes her. Nope, that she owes him. And they fall in love. The craziest, well, one of the craziest things about that is that he works out the math to be $25 a day. Is that not? He worked for her for 48 hours. I'm Well, I'm just saying, like... Where did $25 a day come from? Just because she's living with him 24-7. So why 25 hours or $25 a day? Like, how did he get that number? And what was he going to do once she paid it off? Just drop her back at the mental institution? (laughs) Give her amnesia again? (laughs) Knock her on the head really hard and drop her off somewhere else? I don't know. Yeah. But I just feel like it was poorly thought out. It definitely wasn't well planned. Okay. I'm glad we can get on the same page with that. Because I feel like that's the biggest unbelievability of all. What? He's just going to take in a random woman to get her back and just really live with her. She pissed him off and he's... I mean, don't get me wrong. She was wrong. Oh my gosh, yeah. But he kidnaps her and makes her work for him and his kids. I forgot, like, it had been a while since I'd seen the beginning. Because, you know, this movie's on TV a lot and you just catch snippets. She really is terrible. She's awful. Yeah, the language is a lot different on the uncut version than you see on TV. And I agree. I did not realize what a big bitch she was Mm -hmm. when I was a kid. Yeah. 
but I do love some of the one-liners as she's talking to him. She says, don't walk so close to me. <laughs> she's showing him her closet. <laughs> and it's so funny. <laughs> and he tries to, like, make light of it at first. Like, one time he's like, do you want my fingerprints too? And she just turns around. Like, he was trying to be nice. He was trying to make a joke. He was obviously, like, an okay guy. And she's just awful. Mm-hmm. So... I do think there's part, I don't, it's, it's a hard discussion that we'll have to do later. Did she deserve it? Yes. I don't know. We'll have to, we could, we'll talk about it. Okay. Do you want to get into unbelievability? I do. You want me to start off? Go for it. Okay. This happens super early okay our first glimpse of kurt russell is he's doing chainsaw art right is that what he was doing yes he was doing chainsaw art i just saw him with a chainsaw i thought he was cutting up that stuff (laughs) no he was making art out of it Mm. well first let's just say he wasn't wearing safety glasses with all those wood chips flying everywhere and i was concerned for him so you didn't, so there was a sign behind him that said something like objects to art. No, I didn't notice that at all. And let me, where the hell is the picture? Look at some of the examples of the objects that he made. I swear to God, we watched a different cut. I think we watched a different cut. I did not see this. Yeah. That's insane. Like, this guy right here, the guy who chainsawed that statue? Yeah. It's crazy. I'll send it to you so you can post it. Yeah. And there's, like, shit behind him, too. I really think that I watched... Which Did you watch this on Amazon? Yeah. I watched it on Xfinity. I rented it on Xfinity. Okay. I don't even know why I did that. But the opening scene was just him chopping a piece of wood, but it wasn't that, unless I'm really not observant. So, like, I even stopped and I went back because I was like, wait a minute, this is crazy. Unless this guy with the red hat is the artist and he's just, like, chopping them down for him? I don't know. Wait, in this picture, does this kid have antlers on his bike? He sure does. Yes. Part of his handlebars. Nice. It's a lot going on. So I was like, how is this guy not famous? How is he not rich? And then I was like, well, there wasn't Instagram back then. If True. there was Instagram, he would definitely not be. And it's definitely like a podunk small town. Yes. Right. Yeah. Boonies. But you look at that and then you look at the miniature golf stuff that he made and it's not so far off. Yeah. When you look at it from that perspective. Yeah, that's a good call. I didn't... Again, I've never seen that before, so it really makes sense. Okay. My my first unbelievability doesn't really come until you see her in the hospital after she goes overboard on the boat. And uh, her fake nails are missing. I don't know if you noticed that. I did it. But I didn't think all of them would fall off. 
In the water? No, that doesn't make sense. Because that opening scene, she's like airing out her nails and stuff. And her nails are like this tall. Yeah. They're like a couple inches. And you sh- they show her in the hospital and they are like this. Not fake. Yeah. Completely gone. That doesn't make sense at all. Good call. Maybe just like a little continuity error. Yeah. She couldn't operate with them on anymore. She was like, we got to get these off. <laughs> um, backtracking. She felt overboard because of how the ship was being steered. The guy in charge was sleeping with his feet in the <laughs> yeah. steering wheel. Good call. And I just don't think that would happen because <laughs> you're like, supposed to be driving. <laughs> So that's that's another unbelievability. Yeah, that's a good call. I didn't even think to put that down. Uh, so a little bit after, they're still at that hospital. It's after she complained that she doesn't have a private room. And she got moved to the psychiatric ward. Mm-hmm. The guy eating checkers... And the orderly is just watching him do the whole thing. Yeah. Pretty unbelievable. I mean, he was legit chewing checkers. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that would be possible to, like, actually bite them and chew them up. Yeah. But agreed. Not not I think, what an orderly <laughs> I think they would, they would stop him. <laughs> One's got to hope. <laughs> I was more like, I mean, you bring that up, but they do release her to a man who has no ID and cannot prove beyond a shadow of a doubt. Like, he cannot that they belong together. Just They're just like, well, she's a bitch. Get her out of here. Woohoo. They even say, well, he's a very nice man. And then the woman nurse in the back shouts, he's good looking. <laughs> and then that's it. He identifies a birthmark. They go on their merry way. Uh, you think even in the 80s, that would not be okay, right? Like, marriage certificate, IDs, pictures, some kind of proof. I assume he had to sign papers because her husband found her later, so... Yeah. Maybe he had to sign discharge papers and put his address down? I don't know. But crazy. Very. Did you think it was weird that she was riding in the truck bed on the way home? (laughs) Yes. I think that was part of her um, punishment. (laughs) That she... And I always love that line. I swallowed a bug. (laughs) Her voice. (laughs) (laughs) And she's still wearing the garbage man outfit. (laughs) With a rope tied on around it to cinch her waist. Uh, And then when she's making dinner that night, he tells her he hunted and she has to cook it. Well, it's a chicken. Well, and she said, did you shoot it? (laughs) And it's clearly intact. Feet, beak, everything still on it. And she just puts it in a pot. Of water that's not even boiling. Yeah. And then she just starts throwing vegetables in <laughs> haphazardly. I mean, I guess she wouldn't know any better, right? No, I wouldn't. Uh, I don't know how to... 
I mean, I don't know how to do shit besides like very basic things without a recipe, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what to preheat an oven to automatically for like cooking a turkey or a chicken or whatever. I mean, you assume it's somewhere from 350 to 425. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know. No, you just gotta try your best and check on it. <laughs> But I felt confident you wouldn't try to put a turkey with its head and feet with its little gobble thing hanging down <laughs> just in a pot with some water. No, that's got to be pretty bad. Pretty flavorless. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next unbelievability is how that turtle is still alive after all it's been through. Apparently, they're very... Wait, I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought because I got caught with Nick from New Girl. Didn't he tell, like, Winston's police, like, in charge person that once he had a turtle and he, like, wanted to see if it could eat cornflakes? I don't remember that, but it sounds right. (laughs) And that, like, it turns out amphibians and, like, reptiles can't eat cornflakes because they would always die and, like, squirrels and things are fine, so they can. Oh, I don't remember that. But they were feeding this turtle chocolate. Yes. Off of a spaghetti noodle that was dry. that that was? Okay. That's what I think. It was very, um unbreakable yeah but i don't know if you noticed but whenever uh the one twin was trying to get ice for the fire when she didn't know how to set the stove Mm -hmm. on he put the turtle in the fridge and closed the door (laughs) really feared for this turtle (laughs) you know i'm gonna pick out that animal (laughs) doesn't matter what it is and I'm going to really focus on it. <laughs> That's a great little detail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mine goes forward a little bit. I'm going to skip over the catatonic thing <laughs> for now because I don't know if you're in mental distress. I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go to where Billy's over and they're watching football. Mm-hmm. And Kurt Russell opens a beer, right? Like, just pops it open and flings his foam on the ground in his own house. What the hell is that? I put that down, too. Why are you going to make your own house messy? She's obviously, like, gone through great pains to make the house clean and look presentable. And you're just flicking foam on the ground? That's a dick move. And that's... Like, I, that's probably what he's been doing his entire life. Mm-hmm. And that's gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would think doing, taking a beer cap off that way would really affect the furniture after a while. Yeah. Like little chunks or divots. Yeah. I mean, we did it in college, but it's college. None of us have that furniture anymore. I never have done it because I'm afraid I'm going to break the glass. One of my friends has a really good parlor trick where he can open a beer with his belly button. But it really hurts him. So he only does it when he's really drunk. <laughs> if you're listening, you know who you are. <laughs> they do listen. <laughs> but it's very impressive. I'd like to see it. Okay, I'll try to get a video next time it happens. <laughs> it's both 
Terrifying and impressive. I guess they're pretty grown, but I feel like it's really problematic to leave your kids with a stranger. And you mean him? Yeah. I think he just... Well, they're at school most of the day. But I I can see your point. Like, she is home with them at nights. I guess he just has faith that there's four of them and they're going to overrun her <laughs> instead of the other way around. I guess that's a good point. Yeah. They are pretty feisty. Yeah. But they didn't have discipline. No, I agree. I mean, the principal who stopped by was completely right. I And I was thinking about how she would talk to them as unbelievable, but in the 80s, I think it might be believable. Yeah, I think so, too. I didn't find that unbelievable. I mean, it was wrong, but mm-hmm. yeah. This is very small, but something very funny. I did not think that a vacuum would have the capability to suck down a banana peel. That was impressive. Yeah, that's the vacuum that I want. I always loved when I was little how she cleaned and just like gathered everything up and put it in the sink. I was like, oh, so this is what adults do. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, with their hose coming from the outside Mm -hmm. to clean off the plates and stuff. And, like, just to tack on, she sprays them with a hose inside the house. I find that also unbelievable. Yes, I do too. You're not going to believe this. Okay. I think that's the end of my unbelievability. I have a couple more, I think. But I mean... Really, it's just the fact that he takes home this woman. Yes. And they lived together for over two months. I was really glad that they had that timeline. I know! Me too! I made a note of that. And then, well, at one point I said, how long has it been? He said one month, but it definitely seems longer than that. And then sure enough, the mom says it's been two months. Yeah. So we have that passage of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I... He, she asks how old she is on her birthday, and he says 29. So you got married and had your first kid when you were 16. Did you know how old she actually was whenever they made no. this movie? Because I had to look it up after he said she was 29. She was 42. Oh. <laughs> A little far away from 29. <laughs> but much more realistic. I was like, Mm-mm. Come on, you can say she's like 33. And look at... Like those wedding photos she showed. I know that they were old pictures of her, but he looked the exact same age. Mm-hmm. How, seeing the inner workings of the miniature golf course, impressive to like rig that up. Do you think they would break often? Because I mean, there was like a spatula, a kid's sand <laughs> bucket. Like, how sturdy are these? Yeah, that's good call. Definitely not built to last. <laughs> Looked amazing though. So the mom. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna rattle. Them no, off do now. it. I love it. I didn't understand. I thought it was unbelievable him being a woodworker with a chainsaw that he would leave a dead tree grow in front of his house for however long they lived there. Didn't notice. 
Yep, dead tree. The mom on the boat was wearing a sleep mask, as was the dog. I loved it! I loved it! It's so funny! But I wonder, would she need to wear the sleep mask if she had just turned out the lights <laughs> to sleep? Did you notice that at one point she was sleeping in her evening gown and so was Goldie Hawn? Yes! That's fancy. <laughs> Full makeup. I can't roll with that. Mm-mm. No, I can't sleep in sequins. I also really want to try that, like, that thing that she was using to, like, I would assume tone her chin. <laughs> like, I think it was to keep it from sagging. I want to see if it works. I don't know how that would work, but... Maybe if you hit it hard enough, it would constrict, constrict all the vessels... Okay. But then, I don't think so. I think it's... No. And then two more. One little one. Why does the psychologist or psychiatrist always carry a straight jacket? (laughs) (laughs) It just has one on at all times. And two, the captain of the boat, she wants to turn around, right? Mm -hmm. The captain of the boat is right there. She's talking to him. Just tell him to turn the boat around instead of grabbing the wheel yourself. It was the heat of the moment. It was the passion. I just asked the cat. Then no one would have woken up or, like, fallen out of bed. It was hilarious. (laughs) But that's why it had to happen, so people could fall out of bed. Got it. The mom fell out of bed twice. I, I can't believe how big those boats are on the inside. Do you think that was a set, or do you think that's really what the boat looked like on the inside? I have no idea. I'm just asking. I don't I don't know either, but, I mean, I think there are boats out there that look like that. Do you think that's Leonardo DiCaprio's boat? <laughs> they did have some facts about the boat and what other movies it's been in, but I, I think it was more like 80s movies. The facts were so disappointing. They were. The only fact was that one extra who ruined a politician's marriage. Oh, see, I took the fact Hector Elizondo. Yes. Because he's been in a ton of shit, and I never realized that was him. I This was the first time I realized that was him. Mm. But he, I thought he had a good accent. Is that <laughs> wrong? No. Yeah. He's, he's great. Um... Obstacles to these two being together. I mean... Lies. He kidnaps her. (laughs) So one might say this could be like a Stockholm Syndrome situation. One might be able to say that, yes. Absolutely. Social standing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. But I, I mean, in the end, I guess not because it's her money. Right. Which kind of made me think too like how was grant able to take control of the wheel if it's her boat to begin with i don't know that gave me a that that was problematic for me this time around well the captain wasn't there like there was no one in there except for her at that point which i didn't really get i feel like if they crashed that captain probably would have been sued for negligence Hmm. it's the 80s Anything goes. <laughs> Anything goes. Could have been snorting coke off the wheel. It would have mm-hmm. been fine. Yeah. Yep. I bet Grant was doing cocaine in those two months. 
Yeah, he was a real sleazeball. He was. A real goober. To foodie. <laughs> oh, to foodie. How about her gleeking in that drink bucket? That was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew was holding it for her. <laughs> Obstacles are done. Second drink? Yeah. Okay, drink two has been acquired. And we're going into chemistry. Guys, I want to say, I don't mind this drink at all. I don't like it. Bernard said he liked it when he took a drink. I don't know. It's just... It's nice and fall. Fall Fall-ish. Fall-esque? Yes, thank you. (laughs) Had another stroke. (laughs) I think it's too sweet. Really? I think Maybe so. Maybe it is. It it's does call for sweet. that teaspoon of sugar. That's, and that's a lot. Yeah, but I did take, for the heck of it, I, I, the pomegranate juice is like a couple months old. Okay. And I wanted to check it. It said it didn't expire until 2022, but I don't know. I just wanted to check. So, Since it was open. Yeah. It, I smelled it, and then I drank it, and it tasted fine, but it is very bitter. Like, it is just not sweetened, just 100% raw <laughs> pomegranate juice, mm-hmm. and it is pretty bitter. We gotta get those antioxidants. That's right. I, I'm i not a big fan of pomegranate, period. Really? hmm I love pomegranates. It's just so much work. Yeah, I I do I do like pomegranates, but any kind of like pomegranate cosmos martinis, I'm not a big fan of. Hmm. It's like Chambord. I'm not a big fan of it. It just is so weird to me because I feel like it's a flavor that you should like. I agree. Just knowing you and knowing what things you like—that's what I mean. Not like you should like it. No, but. I get it. Yeah, it's right in my flavor profile wheelhouse, <laughs> and it just doesn't do it for me. I will say the martini that you had for dinner looked entirely too sweet. Like Dad was trying to pressure me into trying it, and I was like, I really don't want that. See, I didn't think that was too sweet because it did taste very pineapple. Mm-hmm. And I don't think pineapple's sweet. Mm. I mean, it it is, but it's like a natural. It's not overpowering to me. I see. Plus, I just really like pineapple. Do you think you're just tastes better after you eat it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. Did you see that weird trend? That people were putting garlic up their nose. Oh, my God. To clear their sinuses. And then a doctor had to come out and say, it's not good for you. Yeah, no shit. I told Bernard about it. And he was like, people are idiots. That's ridiculous. And it's, I know you've probably seen it on Instagram, like that challenge where you like inhale lunch meat or something with lunch meat. And like a girl choked on it because she inhaled and it like blocked her windpipe. I have not seen this. But it's like a common sense thing. It's a like air hole. Dude, this Don't is... Don't put garlic up your nose. Survival of the fittest. Natural <laughs> selection. It's a thing. These people... I don't... I'm not going to say it. 
But natural selection is real. <laughs> Don't lock your Tide Pods up. If your teenager eat one, eats one, it was not meant to. <laughs> it was natural selection. <laughs> Have another one and it, they'll be stronger. <laughs> <laughs> what was that story where somebody had a kid, their kid died, and then they had another one and they named it the same exact thing? Oh, I don't know that, but it sounds awful. Mm, chemistry. I mean, how can you go wrong with this pairing? They play great off of each other from when they hated each other to falling in love. I just can't get enough of them together. Plus, of course, they have great chemistry because they've already been together for so long at this point. Apparently, they'd been together since 1983. Okay. And I I got into like a Kurt at Russell and Goldie Hawn kind of like a wormhole. To see who they were married to before, if they had children with these other people, and how old each person was. I didn't realize it, but Goldie Hawn's six years older than Kurt Russell. Oh, I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I like this chemistry, too, because it seems like it's way more than a typical rom-com because you also have that maternal aspect. How she has to be the mom to the kids, or... Yeah, it's just more evolved to me because they just make such a good team and it seems like they go much farther and more intimate than, like, a normal couple because so much is at stake. Does that make sense? Mm -mm. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. That's okay. I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) Um... I like how you can see the definite progression of their relationship. I, this is one of the few, like, enemies to lovers movies where I could be like, oh, this is when they started to become friends. Oh, I can tell that he loves her at this point. Oh, I can tell she loves him here. Um, She shouldn't be leaving because she does this. Mm -hmm. Now they're back together. Like, you could see these things occurring. Um, and I thought it was nice. You don't get a lot of that sometimes. Right. And then you get, like, the positive transformations of both characters, too. She becomes less of a bitch. Yeah. And then he becomes more of a father figure. hmm Like, more involved in his kids' lives and more of a disciplinary. Like, you know, like, he cares more. Right. He goes from just being their friend to being an actual dad to them. And it thought it it's a huge shock that someone like her could be like a really good mom, too. Like she just really dove in. Yeah, yeah. She thought about rejecting it, and then she was kind of like, "Well, I guess this is my life, so let's do what I can." Mm-hmm. Oh, unbelievable! So sorry, I have to go back to it. Do you remember whenever he has his sons pick out a wardrobe for her? Yes. What? Terrible idea. And the sizes. <laughs> and then it gets worse. Because he's like, yeah, you used to gain, a, you used to be real fat and you walked with a hunch. <laughs> she was like, I was short and fat. <laughs> the way she talked. Yeah. And then at one point she said, I was a short, fat slut. (laughs) Um, 
I will say, though, they got the wardrobe, but did you see those cute hippo PJs they got her? Oh, I thought they, so I loved those, but I thought that was meant to be a dress. Oh, no, I thought they were PJs. (laughs) I said, I like the hippo dress. I wrote down these hippo PJs are adorable. I swear it was a dress. <sighs> yeah, I did really like the progression of everything. She had good chemistry, of course, with Kurt Russell, but also the children. Um, and like you said, you can you can really see it. And even like the hating each other. Like, man, he really gives it to her when he tells her off whenever they don't. Like whenever he had finished that job and she refused to pay him. Mm-hmm. That was a great scene. It was. And he was right. And she was really taken aback. And weren't the the people down below were listening. And, and cheering. Yes, I loved that. Because everyone hated her. And she was so taken aback by it. She couldn't get out of her head. She was talking to her mother about it later. Mm-hmm. He called me a rich bitch. Or something like that. Yeah. And she was. Absolutely. I loved her outfits, though. Oh, I want to save that. Okay. Um, I thought that they started really acting like a married couple after the school scene Mm. with the poison oak. And she said, I need to talk to you. And started bringing up the kids and the parenting. And he got real offended. This isn't your business. And I thought they started acting like a real married couple there. Because then he comes back and apologizes. And it's true. Like, I didn't realize this until watching it later. Whenever he says he goes out every night to bowl, it's not like he's always doing that. He's going out to earn more money mm-hmm. with that fertilizer job mm-hmm. thing. Right. Which, they seem like real assholes at that job. Yeah, it's weird. Like, this, I would say Kurt Russell's character is at least, like, 38. Yeah. And you're treating him like a 16-year-old kid. It's weird. Yeah. What's well, 42 minus 6. Okay, so he was 36 at the time of this. Okay. Um, I liked... Um, sorry, I'm going to burp. Don't throw up. I'm not going to. When he takes her out for her birthday, I have always hated the Arturo's story. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Ever since I was a kid, I was like, what the fuck is the point of this story? I love that that he's telling it, though. He starts telling it. She says, I love the story. And then he says, no, they both died. And she's like, this is a terrible story. I wonder if he just made that story up right there. Did you read in the facts that he was really good at improvisation? Yeah. So maybe. That would be hilarious that if he be. did. Um, but I love the the dancing scene and her just letting loose. And the champagne. She's like, let's not forget this at $7 a pop. And she's like, I've never tasted anything like this. <laughs> And at the beginning, she's talking about the the shitty caviar that she was brought. Yeah, that's a great juxtaposition there. Good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You can tell that he really loves her, too, that night. I mean, he can't let her go, number one. 
Because she's great for all of them. He tried, though. He did. Eventually, he tried. And I thought that was shitty that Travis was like, you should have told her sooner. Because I was like, well, he he did. (laughs) And you guys all made it sound like I was lying. And she didn't believe me. Mm -hmm. But I I liked... um, also, when she, they come back from the miniature golf course, and Grant's there, when she realizes her memory's back, she turns to Dean mm-hmm. and wants to celebrate with Dean, not Grant. I thought that really showed their bond that had developed. Yeah. And then I really liked the scene, too. They're, like, on a double date, like, grilling at a nature park. Mm-hmm. And they're just having fun and... They're just chilling out as a family. and Playing volleyball. Yeah, she's grilling and, like, Travis has a girlfriend. I, I don't know. It just seems so natural and comes so easily. Yes. And then one of the twins says, don't knock her up. Yeah. And she's like, she goes, very funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was cute. Um, I thought that it was really well done that as Annie or Joanne or whatever you want to call her starts thinking through what happened when Grant comes back to get her and she gets her memory back and she's like, I know you, you're Mm. the sweaty carpenter. He just stands there silently and lets her work through it. Mm Mm-hmm. He doesn't try to make excuses. He doesn't try to talk her out of leaving. He just stands there and eventually says thank you. Yeah. Oh, man, that scene where the kids run after her. Oh. It hits differently as an adult. It sure does. (laughs) And her, like, touching them through the glass. And then having to plug her ears. Mm -hmm. And she's still wearing the macaroni necklace that Joe made her. Yeah. He's a cute kid. He was a cute kid. I wonder if he's done anything else. Mm-mm. Okay. I don't think so. He didn't have a he didn't have an IMD photo, which means right. Like he hasn't really done anything else. To me at least. Um you know, of course they have like a good love scene. But I didn't think it was like too showy or anything. Like it the wasn't sex too much. scene. That's the one. Okay. The fuck scene. (laughs) (laughs) And then he gets her a washing machine, which is cute. Yeah. And she says it's so expensive. How about that line from Travis that I had never heard before because it was cut out? Oh my God. What was it? Like she doesn't, she may not have tits or something. (laughs) Yeah. She may not have tits, but she has a nice ass. And then she kind of looks like, what did he just say? (laughs) God. <sighs> yeah. Thank God that wasn't his real mom. Yeah. Awkward. Uh, I couldn't figure out. This is just in the old washing machine when she was doing those chores. What was that rolly machine? Was that a dryer? No, I think it was an iron. Oh, that's what I thought, but I don't know. Oh, maybe it was a dryer. Was it like wringing out the water or something? I, I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of. I don't know. I thought 
I literally thought it was like smoothing out the wrinkles. That would make sense. I don't know. It was weird. It's past our time. Mm-hmm. Well, past their time, too, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how cute were those dogs? They were too unruly. Uh, I don't know. They just need some discipline. <laughs> Everyone did in this movie. <laughs> yeah, including Joanna. Mm-hmm. God, she was so funny. Just her attitude. Like, even whenever she lost her memory, how she talked to people... I loved it whenever she went to the school and was like, my regards to Schwartzman and Heimlichen or whatever the names were. It got me when she went behind the television to check her birthmark and she walked so dignified back in her hospital gown, shoulders back, chin up, and like checked out her bare ass. Mm -hmm. Yep. She played this role so well. She did. Oh, and the buh. And they just chuck grapes at her face. (laughs) Did you notice how happy Joe looked whenever she started doing the bubba bug again? Yes. I liked it when she did the bubba bubba. He had some really great facial expressions. Um, (laughs) When she had the big reveal and she was like, these aren't my kids. And they flashed the truck to the four kids and Joe's in the driver's seat. He raises his hand like this. Apparently he was a real shit on, on set though. Oh, was that him? Mm-hmm. Okay. He was out of control. I mean, they all seem like high energy. It's tough. Uh, the inter- introduction to the children, and whenever <laughs> Joe introduces himself in the Pee Wee Herman voice, and she <laughs> says, I can't even say it, with a straight face, <laughs> a falsetto child. <laughs> <laughs> it gets me every time. <laughs> it's so funny. such a good movie it's a classic it is and like looking back on it like after watching it i really didn't find it that problematic except for the kidnapping thing but at least he didn't sleep with her but he did when she wanted it but would she have wanted it if she had known (laughs) who she was i mean she made the choice but she didn't know (laughs) she was uh i don't know i he didn't pressure her into anything he didn't even sleep in the same bed with her no he forced her to sleep on a couch which is nice i don't know i just did, no alarm bells really went off for me with it well you gotta take this movie with a grain of salt because it's crazy yes But I agree. I wasn't offended by this. It wasn't like 16 candles with long duck dong, like... Passed out drunk woman. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So, moment they fall in love. Do you have one? I do have one. Actually. Let's hear it. So... 
I think it is you realize they're in love when, excuse me, when she is poison oak, he puts her in the bed and she says, tell me a story, like a good story about me. And he tells her a good story about her and goes to sleep on the couch. And like, I think that was the first moment when you realize they're in love. Hmm. Yeah. Because I'm trying to think what happened between that and then him trying to tell her that the truth that time. And then he says he forgot her birthday. Like what happened in between there? Because I don't know if that's the moment, but I feel like it was somewhere in between that and going out for her birthday. The miniature golf happens between that. They get the money for the miniature golf. So that story happens, and then they go through the miniature golf stuff where she designs it, and then they have their proposal, and he gets the money, and he tries to tell her the truth, and then he says, it's your birthday. I think that's it. What he can't tell her? Yes, because he realizes that he loves her so much. But also, I love that I feel like a lot of their chemistry and love comes from them working together. Because that whole miniature golf thing and how she helped him and he was so receptive to her ideas and I don't know. I could see that. Yeah. One thing that I love, I gotta find it because it's a quote from Travis. Whenever they say that they have to get her back, Travis says, she doesn't take any of my shit either. I need discipline. (laughs) That's so funny. I loved how... I forget what, what exactly this takes place, but he says to them, you love her so much you'd rather live with her than your own father, and they look at him silently, and he just goes... Oh, and walks away real fast. Kids need discipline. They They, love it. They love boundaries. They need to know. I love boundaries. I need boundaries. Can you live with me and tell me my boundaries? (laughs) I love giving boundaries. I'd be happy to. Yeah. So I think that's the moment that he fell in love with her was whenever he couldn't tell her the truth. Okay. But I don't know when she fell in love with him. Because I don't think for her it's the poison oak thing either. No, I I don't know. Do you think it's whenever she finds him shoveling fish guts for them? Yes. That's exactly what it is. Because mm-hmm. she realizes he's doing a lot more for the family than she thought. Mm-hmm. I think that was a very crucial thing to include. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Mm, iconic moment. I feel like there's so many. Are they going to stay together? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Of course. Kids. She wants a little girl. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. It's really cute. It's just crazy to me how good of a mom she is. I mean, I don't know when the, this, I was six when this came out, so I don't know, like, when I started watching this movie, but 
when she said that, I just had this image of like someone handing them a baby girl. <laughs> it's like, I guess they're just gonna go to the store. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's when they have six kids because they try and then they have a boy and then they try one more time and then they have a girl. But at least they have the money for it. Yeah. I she it's all hers. Gotta take advantage. Yeah. Um, iconic moment is a tough one. There's a lot of them in this movie. There are so many. But is it... I think I have one. Okay. Do you have one? No, I have like six. Okay. I think it might be at the end whenever they he goes to get her... And the horn honking, and he screams Katarina and jumps. Ugh, I hate it. But I like it when they do it. No. And then they show that scene where he's swimming, and then she's not moving at all. I have never. I guess with tides or, like, ocean currents? I thought it was just because she was kind of a dummy. (laughs) But then I, I love the whole exchange with Andrew, too. Yeah. He makes her put on... I just, I just like it. Um, no, I think mine would go when they were actually living together. Um, I do think the... (laughs) And then he dumps her in the water barrel. That's very iconic to me. Yeah. For some reason... The scene where she's drying her nails and talks about, you expect me to walk around with their little corpses in my nails or something like that? (laughs) I love that too, but it's so small. Even Kurt Russell with like doing this with his undershirt, like Uh he's fiddling around with that. That's very iconic. Yeah. That sticks out to me as well. Yeah. And the school scene. Yeah, but Kurt Russell's not in that. So. Kind of. On the outskirts. Yeah. One thing that this movie lacked that I would have really appreciated was just a very quick one month later scene. Mm. See how they're living. I think that would be very tough to do. I know. Because in my mind, I don't want to see them out of, like, that little ramshackle house. And you know that they would be out of there. I wonder if they would stay there or if they would move to New York or something. I can't see the boys or Kurt Russell doing well in New York. Mm -mm. I think they would have to be in, like, a woodsy Right. But she likes it too now, so... Right. Maybe. Build, like, a... Build, like, a really extravagant log cabin. Mm-hmm. We watched a House Hunters that had, like, the best, huge, beautiful log cabin. Okay. And it was awesome. The, the wood didn't have any nails, so, like, the... Oh, yeah, yeah, It was yeah. all, like, pegs and holes and... Yeah. It was really cool. I started recording them all on Fubo. How, did I tell you that? You did. So. Yeah. House Hunters is great. I do love it. I need to find that one that you were talking about where the realtor was like handing it to those people who were buying the house. 
about the shoes. Oh, damn it. I just erased all of the Oh, don't worry about it. I'll yeah. find it. What else? Um, I think moving into final thoughts, I do want to talk about the fashion in this movie. Because it was wild. From the first moment Goldie Hawn steps on scene in that outrageously sweet sequined captain's jacket with like the straight shoulder pads, sunglasses tight up to wild. Her really high cut one piece. She looked amazing. Her legs were really amazing. She did. She looked so good. I loved the those red sunglasses that she had. Yes. With the zebra ensemble. Uh-huh. That was great. And then um, I loved her haircut as it progressed. I was like, oh, how would I look with this shaggy do? The like, bangs are hard. Well, I don't have that texture. I think you need either curly hair or some type of perm yeah. to make that work day to day. But I was like, this hair works well even now. Mm -hmm. Like, it's great. All the 80s stuff, like when her hands were glued to the plate and she had half <laughs> yes! denim. I remember yes! this. Wild. Yes. I loved her denim on denim look that she did and it's def it was definitely like a kurt russell shirt i think like i think it was a man's shirt with like her jeans and like a jean jacket i thought it looked great what about when he wore the denim button down shirt with the sleeves cut off but he had overalls <laughs> yes he like it's not a dad bod but it's not super defined but like he looked really good yeah, no, I completely agree. Like, I just think he looked like a normal fit, fit guy. Yeah, someone who takes care of himself, but he's not spending hours in the gym. Mm -hmm. I, one thing that I want to talk about that I don't think we touched on at all is after she goes back on the boat and her being different with the staff and her mom and bringing the therapist on and everything. I thought it was huge to see that difference in her and how the like quote unquote rich people viewed her versus the quote unquote poor people <laughs> viewed her. Like everyone loved her transformation except for Grant and her mom. Mm -hmm. Even her therapist didn't really give a shit. I love her saying, I'd really love a beer, grabbing the tray to offer it to people. And I love the therapist, like, what motivated you to bring that tray over? Well, I thought you might be hungry. I was hungry. Yeah. I bet, like, popping the beer, taking a drink. Good stuff. So funny. <laughs> oh, the horrified look on her mom's face. Yes. And then she's doing tequila shots with the staff. Mm -hmm. And I thought her and Andrew had that really great talk, like where he told her, like, you've had this rare glimpse of what it's like on the other side. What are you going to do with it? I like to imagine that he still worked for her. I like to imagine it too. But like, remember um, what a girl wants at the end? when the butler was like eating dinner with the family. Like I want to say it's like that type mm -hmm. of relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
What? I loved that gold dress she wore at the end. It was really pretty. And it had some detail at the bottom, like with the dark. Yeah. And then she ruined it by jumping in the ocean. Uh, she'll buy another one. True. I hated the entire decor of that boat. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. Like dusty pink and burgundy. No, it was bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love her screams. Do you remember whenever she was trying to feed the dogs and they were jumping on her and she goes, ah! <laughs> when she was sleeping. <laughs> <When> she was... <laughs> I should not get that. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I never... The weird dream she has, too. Like, I guess that's her just glimpsing her old life. But I always thought it seemed out of place. Yeah. Probably not. They made it fit in with the water hitting yeah, her face. That was kind of funny. Man, Grant sucked. He was the worst. He was the worst. Um, but I feel like he's been in other things where he wasn't the worst. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else. He was a spokesman for Dodge, maybe? <laughs> like, just... <laughs> Okay. I mean, not to say that doesn't mean he was the worst, but I've, his voice is very distinctive. So, one thing I wanted to see, get your take on, do you think all of the wild stories that Kurt Russell made up about her past, do you think that was all improvised? Like the mom oh. being dead from cirrhosis because she was an alcoholic. The dad's due for parole in two months or whatever. Like, I think it being had... in the Navy. <laughs> yeah. Which I love that she's 29, yet she was in the Navy. Traveled the world. Pregnant. Yep. Half the time. When she was 16, she had her first kid. <laughs> yeah. Just hopped off to the Navy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be so pissed if I got those lunches. She's, whenever she was, like, making lunches for the kids that oh first day. Oh, my God. Especially the one kid who just got, like, three M&Ms pressed into a sandwich. He probably loved it. Yeah, he's been in a ton of shit. Even nowadays. 136 things. Damn. Yeah. Is it, like, a lot of TV? Yeah, a lot of TV, um, Black Box, although, let me see, The Good Wife, How I mm -hmm. Met Your Mother, he was in one episode, um, CSI, one episode, yeah, just little things here and there. Oh, one la I think this is the last thing I have to say about this movie and then I'm done. Okay. I thought it was pretty wild that part of her daily chores involved a chainsaw. And cutting wood. And she knew how to do it. No. Well, but I mean, she at least could get it started. Well, it's like a thing. Yeah, it's like a pool tie. It takes... Gusto? Yes. <laughs> yes. He was in seven seasons of the Gilmore Girls, 154 episodes. Damn. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I just don't think I would have been able to do that. Well, can you start a lawnmower? Yeah, I can start a lawnmower. And I think you could do that. I don't know. It's a lot scarier than a lawnmower. <laughs> it well, you're not going to, like, rest it on your body and start it. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> um, uh, to go back to your question, what was it? Did she deserve it? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? Yeah, because I think she did. Because it made her a better person. She deserved something. I don't know that you could ever say someone deserves to be, like, kidnapped and made, forced into, like, slavery. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> um, but... Uh, something had to happen. Because she was just going to get away with that. He yeah. wouldn't have been able to afford a lawyer to get money for his... I mean, he lost all his tools. That mm-hmm. That's not cheap. That was no. awful. Yes, it was. Um, so, like I said, I think something... I think it worked out well, but I don't know if I can say she deserved that. It's like, um, it's like boot camp for rich people. Boot camp for snobby people. <laughs> Snob boot camp. Yeah. Take care of four kids and... Live in squalor. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's not the, the squalor that bothers me, it's the four kids that bothers me. Oh, four boys especially. Ugh. Twins in there? No, thank you. I would have been hoarse from screaming at them too much. Mm-hmm. What else are you going to do with them? Straight jackets? But, hey, call Dr. Kurtz or whatever yeah, his, name what his name is. Yeah, his That's all I have as well. Cool. Martini glasses for this movie? I think it's a solid five out of five. It's five out of five. Completely agree. Watched it yesterday. I'd watch it tomorrow. Yeah, it's so good. I'm trying to think if I could get my daughter to watch it. There's not enough singing and dancing. I know. There's kids in it, though. Yeah. And dogs. And dogs. Maybe in a year. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she'd like Big Trouble Little China. That's a Kurt Russell movie for the ages. Oh, she would cry. Too scary? Too scary. I think it's way too scary. What a little (laughs) puffball. Like a marshmallow. (laughs) That's what I wanted to say. What a little marshmallow. Absolutely. She's got a... Hey, at age six, I'm going to make her watch The Shining like Dad made me watch. Oh my God. I'm kidding. I'm totally joking. <laughs> Just the scene with the with the naked lady. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. That's, that's a rough go right there. It's like the rotting flesh. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah. Inappropriate. And the huge bush. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those two. <laughs> oh my god. It's like a few inches away from her belly button. It's not. I'm just uh, exaggerating. I mean the you know. Seventies. When was that made? Seventy? No, it was like eighty one. Eighty one, I would think. Somewhere around then. Yeah. You can go stay there at the overlook. Listen, I kinda want to. Uh, yeah, I don't blame you. I think it'd be so cool. Although I was disappointed to learn. So, it was filmed at the hotel, 
or it was it wasn't filmed at the hotel. It was based on that hotel, but it's all a set. Oh, that is disappointing. Right? Like, I would want to go there and have those cool carpets and cool wallpaper. Yeah. Like, the rooms were so cool, but no, it was a set. Yeah. I watched a commentary on it, and it was pretty interesting. I was listening to How Did This Get Made? I was listening to Malignant, because I'm ne- I was never going to watch it, and I wanted to know what it was about, <laughs> I just listened. Those fuckers took it off of HBO way too fast. Well, Mortal Kombat is back on there, so I feel like it's going to come back on. Okay. Because um, I really do want to watch it. But they two things that struck me was they said an hour and a half is the perfect time for a horror movie. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, same thing with the rom-com. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they said there was another podcast where they talked about Big Trouble in Little China for three hours. Oh my God. That is a long ass Like time. blank spaces are off to figure it out. Cause I was like, I need to listen to that podcast. So with Gorley and Rust, actually they talked about one particular movie so long that they physically couldn't, record it in one go so they had to break it up into two <laughs> sessions because it ended up being over four hours long wow it was sleepaway camp and i don't know if you've ever seen that no. gem. it is wild it's i think it's only like an hour and a half if that it's a campy 80s b horror movie about killings at a camp and it has the wildest twist that you could ever imagine okay so I need to watch it. It's not scary. Yeah. Not at all. It's hilarious. I think Bernard would love it too. And I'm sure it's free somewhere. Don't pay to watch it. Okay. But don't watch an edited version. The mm. ending is crucial. Okay. <laughs> and there might be some nudity involved. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So don't listen to How Did This Get Made Malignant because you will learn the entire movie. Okay. I won't. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. I don't know what we're doing next. Okay. I have no ideas. Okay. A regular movie of some kind. I do have like a long list. We'll figure out something. Okay. Or you could just look at it and pick one right now. No, it's cool. We'll talk about it. Okay. It'll be a surprise. All righty. So, um... If you haven't watched this, please do. Like, what are you doing with your life? Do not watch the Anna Ferris one. Actually, I don't know. I've never watched it, but I just don't think it could be as good as this one. Yeah. You can't compare the two. I mean, they're still together. They love each other so much. They're going to be together forever. Even in death. Heart. What? Heart? G-H, heart, K-R... Oh, I wrote Forever. that in my notes, actually. Did I did. You? I wrote Kurt plus Goldie together forever, and I put a heart around it. <laughs> so until next time, everyone, please rate, review, subscribe, follow, like, click those stars. Please, we are begging you. Feedback us. Um, just five star. Email us. Toast to romcoms at gmail.com. You can go to the website, toasttoromcoms at dot com. Toasttoromcoms.com. <laughs> yes. And submit an email that way. Allison does a great job on Instagram. I do nothing on Twitter. Twitter sucks. 
So it's a dying thing. It's gonna be like Vine. It's gonna be over in like a few years. There's so much political crap on there. It's just not fun. Pictures are fun. Yeah. Um, and until next time, watch up, drink up, and cheers. cheers.